Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to stay ahead of the curve. I've got a lot of updates from overseas to tell you about, but first, let's start with the news from back home. Wipro is enforcing a hybrid work policy in yet another signal of the end of the pandemic era work from home. After Diwali, all employees of India's fourth largest IT services firm will have to work from office at least three times a week. That's what a Wipro spokesperson told BQ Prime in an email. Wipro's hybrid work policy follows similar moves by larger peers to make employees return to office after three years of work from home due to the pandemic. Now, there's news on Bajaj Finance. Its board has approved raising up to 8,800 crore rupees through a qualified institutional placement of shares of the face value of 2 rupees apiece. The QIP opened yesterday and the floor price has been set at 7,533.8 rupees per share. And the company may offer a discount of not more than 5% on the floor price. In other news, economists believe that the Prime Minister Narendra Modi's announcement that the free food grain scheme would be extended till 2028 is expected to have a manageable impact on the union government's finances in the current financial year. However, when conflated with the possible revision of rural employment guarantees and housing schemes, this could mount pressure on the planned fiscal deficit for FY24. For more details on the fiscal math, do check out the story on the website bqprime.com. Now here's the latest on Baiju's. It is in advanced talks to sell its US-based kids digital reading platform for about $400 million to Joffrey Capital, seeking funds to ease its financial pressures. That's a Bloomberg report. The potential sale of Epic Creations would help Baiju's raise funds to pay down a disputed $1.2 billion term loan. And that's according to people that spoke to Bloomberg on the condition of anonymity. Other bidders, including Duolingo, have also expressed interest in buying the platform. Now, turning to international news, US President Joe Biden has discussed the possibility of tactical pauses in fighting during a, a phone call with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. That's according to the White House. Israel's military has said that it exchanged fire with Hamas and Hezbollah in Lebanon after Israeli forces advanced to encircle Gaza City. Gaza health officials, meanwhile, have said that the death toll there has passed the 10,000 mark. But there are unconfirmed reports that the toll is actually much higher. Meanwhile, the Pentagon has deployed the nuclear-powered USS Florida attack submarine to the Persian Gulf. And this is as the US makes a show of force in order to deter Iran, according to US defense officials. The Florida's arrival intensifies the Defense Department's efforts to dissuade Iran from carrying out what it says are proxy attacks on Israel or more attacks on American forces in Iraq and Syria. In news from the U.S., former President Donald Trump has testified in the trial of New York State's lawsuit against him that accuses him of inflating his net worth by as much as $3.6 billion to get better terms from banks and insurers. That's a Bloomberg report as well. 
Monday's appearance was the first time that Trump publicly testifies in any of the many legal cases that he's currently facing. He could, uh, of course, not decline to testify in this one because it is a civil case and not a criminal one. In other news, wage growth for Japanese workers strengthened for the first time in four months in September, though the gains are still likely short of the pace that is sought by the central bank before it's decided to pull back on stimulus. Nominal cash earnings for workers rose 1.2% from the previous year, in line with expectations, but real wages have continued to fall now for the 18th straight month. Now, foreign investors are apparently once again heading back to China's onshore stocks after a record bout of selling in that market, which is a sign that the battered market may in fact be forming a bottom. That's a Bloomberg report. Overseas funds added a total of 15 billion yuan, that's $2.1 billion, over three sessions, which is the longest run of net purchases since early August. The CSI 300 benchmark has gained 4.6% from last month's low. Now, finally, turning to international markets, US equities have ended with narrow gains, but the futures were lower last I checked, pointing to a risk-off sentiment at the start today. In fact, all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have begun lower, with the Kospi in South Korea losing over 2% after its over 5% gain yesterday. And with that, let's go to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking in the start today? Thanks, Alex. Um, promises to be an interesting week ahead because last week, while we had a really good rally, suffice to say that it may not necessarily be that kind of a move this week as well. So a lot more difficult. The only good part is, uh, I mean, Cospi's had a specific issue because of the short-selling ban the rest of the Asian market or screen need not be as weak. So that's to be kept in mind. In our markets, it'll be very, very uh, stock specific, I reckon. The only interesting part that I saw yesterday is that while the markets by and large are looking okay, a pocket that is really shown a breakout is the chemical and healthcare space. Yesterday, you had names like RT Industries going up 10%. Deepak Nitrite up 6%, TV's lab up 5%. There was Metropolis, which went up 6.5%. So some pretty interesting um, price volume action that we're seeing. Um, it's an interesting day from a results perspective as well for that pocket because there is Deepak Nitrite, there is Vinati Organics, two reasonably large players coming out with the numbers. So let's wait and watch. Um, ESAF Small Finance Bank had some good subscription on day two, 8.3 times to be kept an eye out for. And ASK Automotive IPO opens today. In case people want to hear, they can hear the IPO with my colleague Sajit Mangat. Now, stocks to watch. Uh, the few results which stood out for me and I thought I'll I mention them very quickly. One is uh, HPCL. While the PAT was much higher than what was anticipated, earnings uh, could be lower in Q2 due to uh, continued marketing losses. So that's to be kept in mind. Uh, a few other results to be noted. Indo-count industries, revenues were up 19%, but the path was up 70% because margins expanded. Watch out for that. Watch out for Jamna Auto, revenues 10%, but the path up 34%. Again, margins expanded to 13% versus 
Dalmia Bharat Sugar, very interesting in sugar numbers because sugar hasn't had a great run this time around in quarterly performance, but their margins expanded meaningfully. 8.9 versus 1.25, watch out for that one. India pesticides, uh, weak numbers, revenues down, pat down 47% because margins came off from 21% to 13%. Honeywell automation for a stock that is trading at 75 times TTM. Margins at 12 and a half versus 16 wasn't the best performance. Maybe a bit of a reaction there. Vmart had a horrible quarter. Revenues were up 8.5%, but margins collapsed as a result of which loss was at 64 crores versus 11 crore loss. HLE Glasscoat, uh, similarly, revenues were up and the pat was down 44% because margins came off. So a few results to watch. A um, couple of con calls stood out yesterday were on beverages. The chairman described the beverage space as a monumental opportunity and said they will expand India capacity by 45% before calendar year 24 summer. And Polymedicure, which has revised the FY24 revenue growth guidance upwards. So that's to be the other one to be watched out for. These are a few results which stood out for me. All in all, uh, maybe a quiet day relative to what we've seen in the recent past, but Let's see what happens in the second half. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 